It's funny, James, you're playing that right now because I was about to. What do you need, Joe DeCamera? I need one team from the area to make the NCAA tournament to make this a fun <laughs> NCAA tournament. By the way, this segment right now is sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. John, that's what they call a segue because I have in my hands here a piece of paper. And this paper has all the information. So let's think about how many people in the Delaware Valley. James, you and Rhea, Rhea, you went to Temple. Yes, yes I did. How many Temple clubs do you think there are? Oh, God. Got there was 30,000 undergrads there when I, I think when I was in school. So there's a lot. It's got to be over 5,000. Right? Oh, yeah. Is it over a million? I would say it's millions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it probably is. I, well, millions? Really? Not everyone graduates, but I mean, think about it. If it was 30,000, when Rio was there, it was 30,000. When I was there, yeah. it's 30,000. Now, So like, every four years, 30,000 go through. Exactly. So, I mean, wow. I mean, no, every, yeah, so exactly. Every four years, 30,000 goes through. So, I mean, in four, mm. in, you know, in, in 16 years, you've got over 100,000 already. So maybe, wow. maybe it's like high 100,000. All right. So my point is, there's a lot of people listening right now that have gone to Temple or Villanova or St. Joe's, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, tournament time's coming up soon. Uh, we're in conference tournament right now, uh, and then you get to the NCAA tournament. This is going to be the first year in all likelihood since the 70s where all five Big Five teams missed the, missed the tournament. And, by the way, Drexel as well. So, he, here's the deal. Just for those who want to know kind of like your school and, and what the situation is, here we go. I'm going to rifle right through it. Drexel, they're already out. They already, well, they already, played, they already played their conference tournament. <laughs> they already lost. They're out. They ain't making the NCAA tournament. Although 17 and 15, is that an NIT? I don't know. But they're not making the NCAA Maybe. tournament. Um, all right, Temple. Yeah. Uh, actually, let's go in chronological order. A-10 tournament is today. Starts today. Uh, Temple um, was 10th in their conference with a 14 and 16 overall record. So, obviously, St. Joe's needs to win the A-10 tournament to make the NCAA tournament. Very unlikely to occur. Same thing with LaSalle. LaSalle's 11th in the A-10. 13 and 18 they got to win the conference tournament. All right, let's get to Villanova. Big East tournament starts tomorrow, I believe it is. Maybe there's a play-in situation today, but uh, maybe it's tomorrow. They Big got East Georgetown tomorrow. Yeah, well, they're probably going to win that game. Georgetown loses almost every game. Yeah. Villanova sixteen and fifteen this year, six in the Big East. Uh, can they can they reach the conference t- tournament and lose and still make the NCAA tournament? Probably not. Maybe. Probably not. So Villanova it looks like has to win their tournament. Um, Temple, they definitely have to win their tournament because they're <laughs> yeah. fifth in a lesser conference. <laughs> yeah. It's the American Athletic Conference. Yep. That tournament starts in a couple days. They're 16 and 15. So basically all those teams. And then there's Penn. Jeez, it's just mediocrity across the board. It is. Mm-hmm. And then Penn in the Ivy. Obviously, you're only going to make the NCAA tournament if you win the tournament yep. from the Ivy. Uh, they're third in the Ivy. So they're the one team with a like a reasonable chance. He gets third in the Ivy. Maybe they can go on a run and win the Ivy tournament. That's it. Not good, man. No, when I, I mean, I just remember back in the, you know back in the day, Temple always had a good team. St. Always. Joe's had that. I mean, yeah. when St. Joe's was undefeated that year, that was phenomenal. Yeah. Villanova, it's it's painful. It's sad, Rhea. Now I, there were times, John, Joe, for years, I ran the bracket here at WIP. Mm-hmm. Back, I know this is Stone Ages was for that, people. Was that illegal gambling? Uh, yes, totally illegal. <laughs> but I mean, I did it by hand, John. I literally Jeez. everybody would have in it. I didn't do anything for like the first four day, first mm-hmm. weekend of the tournament, but sit at home. Stan Hockman used to come wandering in with his five dollars, yeah. making sure he got in. It was so much fun. And now you're like, huh. 
Yeah. You, know, you, right. you got to have it. It's so important to have a team in it. It is. I mean, it's like. It makes all the difference. What happens when you have a dance and no one shows up to the dance? <laughs> yeah. So did anyone dance? No. Look, there will be 64 teams or call it 68 from other cities. But uh, unfortunately, probably not ours. Let's go to the phones, 215-592-9494. But to the best you can, enjoy those games over the next few days. And Need a St. Peter again this year. Yeah, well, that too. Yeah. But let's hope one of these teams goes on a run, and we'll see what happens. Let's go to Chris right now in Ocean City. Hi, Chris. Hey, good morning, everybody. Hi, Chris. So, uh, yeah, just talking about concerns over Eagles culture. So, I'm in the camp with Joe. I am starting to get concerned. And so, the thing for me is that, you can handle one or two strong personalities in a locker room, but it just starts to reach a critical mass once you start getting to that four, five, six level. And particularly with Sirianni's leadership style, I mean, he's a very high emotion guy, really big on relationships. And that's great and works well until it doesn't. Because when you rely so heavily on emotion and you end on a, such a negative note, that can carry over and it can, and it can fester. And then when you add in just the concerns about just what you get with professional athletes, you get a lot of pride, a lot of ego. And then when you start inserting high dollar figures into it, you just have to worry about the dynamics that that's going to cause in the locker room. And then with firing Denard Wilson, that's going to have reverberations. I'm worried that the tweets from some of these guys like CJ are indicative of larger feelings within the locker room. And I just worry from a risk management standpoint, how that's going to manifest as the year goes on. Yeah. And it might be natural, but just because you can explain something, doesn't mean that you necessarily want to excuse it. So I'm kind of leaning on, on, on the path of, I would rather bring in some outside guys, maybe at similar dollar amounts that don't have that sense of bitterness and anger that so many of us and the people in the locker room do. You Listen, know what I'm saying? I, I do. I, I depends how much the anger they think will fester. Um, but I, you know, Elliot Shore Parks made a really interesting point to us earlier, Chris. Basically saying this is where Howie's got to roll up his sleeves and find the next batch of guys and turn things over. And I know that sounds ridiculous because there was such talent here. And I'm not saying I support that, but what I do support is this: you can't, in my opinion, you can't just double Hargrave's salary. Like you got to just walk away, and you got to find the next Javon Hargrave that gives you more value than he's paid. Like that's the most basic way I can put it. I don't. You already owe him twelve million bucks, whether he's here or not. I think that should factor in. I mean, you're paying him twelve million bucks. I just spilled water all over myself. John, (laughs) John, three years, sixty million. I know. Look, okay, the water just. You are. How are you not able to drink that? Well, can I tell you? Because I was about to drink it, and then John made a point so ridiculous, I had to retort it. And then I was in the middle of drinking it. I watched it. you do that. Yeah. It was like All watching right. a child. So, John, three years, $60 million. You giving that to Hargrave? I don't want it to be three years, $60 million, But I do think he's going to be. It might be more than that. Honestly, that might be a low <laughs> number. Was three years, $39 million, uh on this deal. I think Howie can somehow spread it out. Uh, somehow? Yeah. He, he might get the most money of any non-quarterback. Like, there's no way. All right, Chris, give me an answer for a great fictional kid. Yeah, I'll say the little kid Gage from Pet Cemetery. All right, you got it, buddy. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember him. All right, let's go to Al right now. What's up, Al? Hey, how are you? I just wanted to let you know you, you guys got a great, great show. It's a great way to wake up in the morning. I, when you're going on the air, I'm waking up to take my wife, Joanne, to uh, – to her job at the, at the school. She's oh, a teacher. Thank so, you. That's but it, awesome. It, 
great, 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 great show. And, Thank you know, you. It, it's, it's a great way to recap what, what's going on in sports, the inside scoop, uh, your theories. I mean, I hope you get everything under control and don't spill the water all over the place because <laughs> I want to listen again tomorrow morning. Yeah, we don't want but, the engineers mad at me. I don't think we're really supposed to. There's like a no liquid rule in here, John. But they're supposed to be. Yeah, yeah water and electronics doesn't go well no, together. It's not no. a good combination. Normally, not they just trust combo. us adults to not spill <laughs> water. I've never seen anything <laughs> like that. You took it and yeah, I did. I was on the radio a bit, and the rule that I was adhered to because they asked, don't bring any water into the into the studio. So I never yeah. did. But uh, really, great, great, great show. I do have a uh, a, um, a young person who yeah. is a young young lady who is well, a fictional who's who's well known, Heidi from uh, you know from Switzerland. Yeah, is a guy that has gray hair like myself would know, and they made movies of her. And uh, well, and a direct a direct tie in a pro football. Also, yeah. Al, appreciate the phone the call. Heidi game. The Heidi Bowl. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm saying we're going to say it. Let's say it right. The Heidi Bowl Jets Raiders. I don't know what year, '60s, I think, something like that, and. The game was, you know, shut off from from TV, so they could put on the, the Heidi Show or whatever. Let's go to Tom in uh, in Abington. Yo, Tom. The Heidi Show. Yo, gang. How we doing today? <laughs> What's up, Tom? What's up, pal? Hey, before I get into sports, I have a couple questions for you, Dracula. Mm, God. <laughs> <laughs> so I heard the whole biting story, and I'm just trying to picture the logistics of this, Joe. Mm-hmm. So last night, as I woke up from time to time in my sleep, I just took note of my mouth in relation to my wife's back and where it was. Mm-hmm. And, boy, I was nowhere near her back. So how the hell did this happen? Jeff? Tom, I had the same thought last night. Like, I, I thought about this. I was like, I'm so far from Emily. Yeah. Like, when I like I would have to, like, leap across the bed to, to you, bite her. You guys got, like, a king bed? We have a, a California king. Okay, well, not everyone sure. has a California king Remember, there. Remember, he so has a bedroom to. in a closet. They're sleeping yeah, on true. a twin ah. bed with... No, it's not a twin. It's it's probably a queen. Wow, that is way too tiny for two people, man. Not in mine, uh, but in her apartment. Um, What's what's she get a bigger bed? Maybe that's a takeaway. Full or a double? Full on a full? That's like a child bed. Yeah, well, it is. You, just, you just, like, nuzzling into her back, or what? What's the deal here? You know what, Tom? I was going to answer your question, but... And I, what about the leverage of biting the middle of someone's back? That is not an easy thing to pull no. off. You, like, sleeping sideways or something? Look, I, I would say it was probably upper There's upper middle. There's nothing to bite on. She might have been a little curved. Of someone's she, back. She been a little curved. You were know. draped all over is what you're telling me. I don't me. know. I don't know. I was asleep. I love making I was, him uncomfortable. I was actually asleep. So I cannot you know, give you a play-by-play because I was sleeping. Just when I thought you could not top yourself, Joe, you go and do this. This is yeah. fantastic. This will not die. You know that. <laughs> All right, Tom, uh, give me a fictional kid. Uh, well, I was going to give you an Eagles point, but sure. Uh, yeah, I'll give you Annie. You know, oh, that's oh, a there big, you go. That's, that's, that's the, the one. one. I was thinking that's of. the yeah. one that I thought if it got said, she's, automatic. She's got a shot. No, it's not automatic win. It's an automatic. For you. I was the, saying an automatic no. vote for you. No, it's not. It's an oh. automatic strong consideration for me. But there there are some others that are big ones. So was I'll, that Annie ever in anything else? That look, the, the Annie from Andrea the early McCardle? 80s. She was actually oh, her from name? here. Wow, yeah. good poll. Wow. wow. I don't know where. But I, I only think I knew that because she's from here. I don't think she's ever been in other things. I don't know. I do know Daddy Warbucks was the boss in Aaron Brockovich. Really? Yes. Wow, that's a deep poll. He's the guy in Aaron Brockovich. It's Aaron Brockovich's boss when she's going against that 
chemical company. Was he, was oh, he's he in a ton of stuff. It's yeah. Albert was Finney. He, yeah. Albert Finney's remember. in a ton of stuff. Yeah. He's like won an Oscar, Albert Finney. Yeah, Al Finney. I don't remember that. Yeah, Al She's Finney. been in a lot of stuff, but not nothing, no major roles. Got a lot of, lot of roles, but no nothing major. All right, coming up in one minute, we will tackle the C.J. Gardner-Johnson should they franchise tag him situation and what Shil Kapati has said about that. That's coming up in one minute. Hey, isn't it time to invest in yourself? We'll start at PI Dental Center with decades of experience in complex dental treatment, and I've been a patient there for, uh, for 20 years. Strong teeth, great teeth I've got. My mom's been a patient there for over 30 years. Dr. Glenn Wolfinger and Dr. Robert Slough, they are board-certified prosthodontists. They specialize in the restoration and replacement of teeth. If you have an issue with your teeth, and I've been very fortunate through the years to have pretty good teeth, but a lot of people out there have big issues. And if you have a big issue, get yourself to PI Dental Center because they are the originators of the teeth in a day, a revolutionary treatment that delivers fixed teeth and implants placed for dramatic transformations in just one day. Visit PIDentalCenter.com to request a new patient evaluation. Reminder, it's not just if you have a big problem with your teeth. You can have regular maintenance from PI Dental Center as well. That's what I do on an annual basis. So big problem or small problem, get yourself to PI Dental Center to request a new patient evaluation. All right, Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie. we got Seltzer and Ray, and we've got a situation with C.J. Gardner-Johnson and a ticking clock. You yes. really, you said hmm. you have strong teeth. Well, it was kind of a, it was kind of a joke. <laughs> is yeah. it a joke? I mean, that's a prerequisite to to bite people in the middle of the back. I would yeah. suspect. I thought it was apropos. I'm doing a, yeah, a, I mean, you know, was, a yeah. dental. I read saw what you were doing there. It's good work. Thought it was, it was. So I'm getting. It was smooth. I'm getting grilled now, John. I have to get grilled on this. Like, can we just move on? And like, do you ahead. consider your teeth strong? I have no idea. Do you have cavities a lot? I never have. Really? Never no, had a cavity. No, nope. Wow. I, P. I, P. I. Dental strong. Teeth, that's great man. work by you, man. That's P.I. Dental. I've had. Way too many cavities. In my life. <laughs> That's really impressive, Joe. I you've never had a cavity your whole life. I've never had a cavity. That's, That's awesome. That's my wife is like no, no, no. Emily's like that. My wife has never had a cavity in her life. It's certainly possible. And there, wow. and there it is. See, this is what I'm telling you about. All right, now let's get to the C.J. Gardner Johnson thing. Before we get to our poll result, as we try to assess today with the clock ticking till four o'clock and whether the Eagles should and whether they will franchise C.J. Gardner Johnson. Let's listen to Shil Kapati. He weighed in on this topic on our show, I believe this was last week. Shil, there's a report that the Eagles will franchise C.J. Gardner-Johnson if they can't reach a deal with him before, you know, the franchise moment. Would it be a mistake for them to commit that kind of money to him in a one-year deal? Well, it, like you said, it's only one year, so it's not like it's something that locks you up for future years or that you have regret. I mean, my concern and what I would want to know is how does Gardner-Johnson feel about that? Because if you look into why – he left New Orleans. I mean, he wanted to play safety. He wanted to get paid like a top-tier safety, and the Saints basically couldn't come to an agreement with him, and he's not someone who's going to kind of go quietly and just kind of play his role and not make a fuss about it. And so I would wonder how he would feel about kind of having to play on the franchise tag and having to wait another year to cash in. So uh, I'm kind of waiting to see on that. I'm not 100% convinced that that's what's going to happen, that the Eagles would tag him and then have him uh, play on the tag there. And he's someone who I, who I think was a solid player. I think he was probably one of their best defensive players in the Super Bowl. But I'm not sure he's someone that I would be paying kind of top 
five uh, mm. safety money to going forward. I, I didn't think he performed like that. Now, he's young. I will say he's young, so maybe he grows into it and they see the upside. They have more information than I did. But if you're asking me, did he play like a top you know, top five, uh, top eight safety this year, I would say probably not. All right, that's Shil Kapati a few days ago. And a reminder, it's a $14.46 million total if they tag C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Let's get to the Twitter poll today. And it's brought to us by Armin Chevrolet of Ardmore. Huge savings on every Armin Chevrolet Equinox. Armin Chevrolet celebrating their 23rd anniversary. Find new roads, ArminChevy.com. So Shields basically saying, no, they shouldn't tag him. Elliot Shore Park said they absolutely should not tag him. Today's Twitter poll question, should the Eagles use the franchise tag on C.J. Gardner-Johnson if they can't agree to a long-term deal? Reminder, the deadline to tag him is 4 o'clock today. Yes or no? John, where do you think the results came in today on Twitter? I feel like it's a fail-safe sort of a uh, you know safety measure, a precaution that you can take just while you continue to negotiate this thing. I think it's the smart thing to do. Even though the Eagles have only used the franchise tag five times in the history, because of they the manage themselves tag. well. That'd be so a good do. trivia question. The last time they used it. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me try to guess that. Yeah. Okay. Hold right. on. So they used it on Trot, but they pulled it off. Franchise tag. They used it on Corey Simon, and they pulled it off him, too. Okay, so that's two of the five. James, Ray, you got any here? Hmm. Franchise tag Eagles history. Wow. Are you sure they never did it to Donovan? Oh, definitely. And I don't, think they did, I don't think they've ever had a player play on the tag. I think they've used it and then pulled it off for wow. everybody. I could be wrong. All right, that. John, what do you got I over there? they've had LJ Smith in 2008. I think okay. they played on it. Michael Vick, 2011. Wow. And Well, hold on. Michael Vick, 2011, they signed him. So my guess is what happened is they assigned it to him, mm-hmm. but after his 2010, they agreed to a long-term deal with him. So he didn't play on it. For sure didn't play on it. The last time they used it was uh-huh. 2012. Okay, hold on. Let me take a guess. 2012, boy, it was Ooh. a wasteland. They stunk. Entering 2012? Wow. Um, Offense or defense? Offense. Uh, Deshaun. Yeah. That's yeah. Who I, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Deshaun and I Jackson, think they agreed to a deal with him. So, yeah, they agree to a deal with him. So, I don't think anyone's ever played on it. So And they could do it, that with Chauncey. They could franchise him, and they still have time to negotiate yeah, a deal. Yeah, buy time. Uh, I, I'm i okay with it. Which, by the way, drives, something out. drives players nuts yeah. because then they're not Allowed on to the go, open yeah. market while all the teams have money to spend on the open market. And when I talk about culture issues – these, this is an example of something that can cause issues. And I, Shield brought it up. How does C.J. Gardner-Johnson feel about That's this? That's why he's not with he New Orleans anymore. He's a guy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the, his feelings do actually factor in here. Wow. All right, so, John, the question. Yeah. Post, I, post to many people. Should uh, they franchise him, yes or no? What do you think the results – first off, what would you do? I, I would if I couldn't reach a deal. I would uh, not. I would to bide my time. Because I do want him back. Okay. I would say 60% feel the same way. 71% agree with you. 71% would franchise there him. There you go. Look, I think 71% of Eagles fans are going to be mighty disappointed at the end of the day. I don't know, know for sure that he won't. I'll just be surprised. James, gut feeling, do they franchise him? No, I don't think they do. I agree with you. And no for Bradbury and Hargrave, right? I don't think they use the franchise tag at all. I agree. They have to do something. Yeah, <laughs> they have to I, sign I, some of these I, guys. I said to James this morning, I said, it's entirely too quiet. Yeah. Well, listen, they're going to have to figure it out next week as best well, they can. That's how he's how he can go from, you know, hey, we all think the world of them to people being mad that they're in this situation if nothing gets done.
You can't come back with none of them. No, but you also can, as a fan, say, you know, like, this isn't fair. You had yeah. too many good players, and now I lost no, them. How he saw an opportunity all... with a quarterback sure. on a cheap yeah. contract and took advantage of it, and they almost won the all, Super Bowl. Right. All you know? I'm saying is I know people, including me, will not be happy if no one comes back. Well, you're not getting yeah. no one. You're going <laughs> to well, get some combination of players. Right, but okay, it... if it's TJ Edwards, yeah, I'm not happy. Well, are you more on? Let me ask you this, Ray. Are you more unhappy at Howie or Jalen Hurts at that point? I don't have any bad feelings to him. He's a quarterback, but that's what happens. You lose, get, you lose players because you have to then sign a you quarterback. Know something. Try to figure out how the Chiefs did it because they paid their guy. The Chiefs had rookies yeah. starting. Out, they have like five rookies well, starting that's the Super what Bowl. Howie has to do. Yes, He's that's what we're do saying. That. Right. No, I understand. Well, that's that. different than keeping all the veterans. Howie can go from hey, we love him to goat if he doesn't fix this. Well, he, you look, gotta keep. He, I need Hargrave or, Chan, or Chauncey Gardner. I need one of them. Okay. Well, we'll we'll see. I, I mean, don't, I, don't come back to me with Edwards and say that we're gonna get it all in the draft. I would brace yourself for disappointment. That's well. I live here. I'm used to that. All right. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Up ahead, uh, times yours and more phone calls. On 94 WIP. Here's what's happening at Borgata. Don't miss out on the action at Borgata's Poker Room, where great cards, lucky seats, and high hands bring excitement to every player. Open seven days a week. Excitement is waiting. Borgata is the ultimate place to watch the March College Basketball Tournament beginning March 16th. NAS Cancellari, franchise tag deadline today, 4 p.m. for the NFL. It's been pretty quiet on the Eagles front. As for the New York Giants, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport Tweeted out a little while ago, talks for Daniel Jones got pretty tense, but they have continued throughout the night. Sixers at the Minnesota Timberwolves tonight to close out their five-game road trip. One three of four so far, including their 147-143 win at the Pacers Monday night. Philadelphia asbestos attorneys Nas Cancellari have collected over $500 million for 5,000 asbestos victims. Call 215-546-8200. NBC10 first alert forecast. Brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. Clouds early, then afternoon sun, a high of 48. It's currently 39. To treat to stream 94 WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94 WIP. All right, Jenna Camera and uh, John Ritchie. So Times Yours today at 945 and every day at 945. The key is get those calls into the Times Yours line. During our show, during a game at nighttime, whenever you want to react to anything, good or bad, Times Yours is always there for you. 215-238-4500. Get the calls into Times Yours. Best of the best. Make the show every day at 945. Uh, tonight, uh, guys, I don't know if you're into prayer uh, I don't know what you're into, but it, for anyone out there that uh, can give something to my school, Fairfield, this is Tis the Season. Ah, yes. Ah. There's two Tis the Seasons around here. One is in December, Tis the Season, as we approach uh, Christmas and the holiday season and the Hallmark movies. That's a Tis the Season moment. Uh, then the other for Tis... You. For a couple million of us in America, John, but yes, I'm probably the only one here at WIP. The other is the season is every year early to mid-march conference tournament time and i just put it out there like help out my fairfield stacks has it helped <laughs> in the previous uh didn't they win a couple games last year in the tournament if i'm not mistaken no, i don't think so i thought they it, won Joe one would have remembered that we've gotten close a few times but 
it's just been a long time, man. I mean, we haven't made the NCAA tournament since 1997. I mean, come it's a on. long time, man. Wow. So Jeez. I think we're on ESPN tonight or ESPN two or ESPN three. What or time's ESPN the game? Yo, Joe, yeah. You're watching. ESPN. I mean, I got to first confirm that. A friend told me we're on TV, <laughs> so we'll find out. But root for the Stags. I mean, we need help and just root us on. Well, I need some team to root for. Root for the Stags, Rhea. Please, please help us out. Um, so yesterday, while I was dominating in Tecmo Bowl, and I thoroughly <laughs> just crushed my buddy Ernest. I mean, just killed him in Tecmo was Bowl. So while I had that going on, Seltzer, you were at Avatar yesterday. I was. Do you play? Do you, hold on. Do you play Tecmo Bowl on like an old tube television? Like, is is your TV <laughs> no. as antiquated as your gaming system? Uh-uh. Well, it was over my buddy's place. But oh. either way, you get it on a great TV, which is really okay. cool, by the way. Big, I'm sure. Big TV. It's good action right there. Giant pixels on that. Uh, I would say that's correct. Speaking of action, James saw on a really big screen Dead. yesterday a movie called Avatar 2, oh. The Way of Water, or whatever the hell it's called. I hated it. James, you're rolling. I thought it was awesome. Now, it's not my favorite movie ever, but was it the single coolest thing I have ever seen on a movie screen? You're damn right. Wow. It was unbelievable. Cooler than T2? Yeah, dude, the 3D stuff is wow. like, the real 3D is like... Really amazing, and, and I mean, you felt I don't like you understand. You're, it's different than regular. Yeah, 3D. yeah. So it's 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 better. It's newer. Like it really feels like you're you're there. You're in it. And it is like, visually great. I haven't. It's seen it, it's the vi- coolest thing this. I've ever seen. Visually. I just thought the story stunk. I thought the story was fine. Like it was good enough for Did me. Did you like, care? Uh, enough, enough. You know, it's a family story. The little one reminded me of Zoe a little bit. So uh, you know, I had that connection there. But I agree. Look, the story is not the best story ever. But visually, it is worth it. it. See, in the theaters. I don't know if I'd rent it at home, but in the theaters, I had a really good time. All right. Well, let's go to the phones. 215-592-9494. Time's yours in 10 minutes. Let's go to Dustin. You walked out. Oh, I totally walked out. I know. You missed some did cool really? stuff, man. Oh, I completely walked out. I thought it stunk. What part did you walk out at? Without well, about, a... about an, I have no idea. It was about an hour. Did they get to the water yet? They just got into the water. Because the whole movie's the water. Well, well <laughs> think about that, James. Now, think about it from my perspective. <laughs> the name of the movie is what? The Way of Water. Okay. Avatar 2, The Way of Water. And James, it takes... Like a, an hour to get to the water. Yeah, John. That takes, was, a, takes an hour to get okay. to the water. Well, it's a three-hour movie, you Yeah, know? well, this was all part of my calculus. I mean, Rhea, if you went to see a movie called, you know, The Way of the Sky, and there's no sky Just for the first hour... Just let it entertain you. That, Stop second-guessing it. Yeah, there's been movies like when Harry... Not when Harry... When Sleepless in Seattle, they never met till the last, like, two minutes of the movie. And they were people True. considered a great love story. Yes, but what's established very early is that he's sleepless, and that's why he's on the phone with the psychologist. Oh my god! So I got that. Oh, well, I would. I would. He's never actually go on the phone in. with the psychologist because his kid calls the yes, psychologist by and then yeah, but he's, him but he's, on the phone. But, he's, not by but he stays but... up for a long time. He's on that right. phone call for a long time. Yes, he is. In yes. deference to you, I would never step into an Avatar movie, so I've never seen any well, of it. So. Okay. <laughs> All right, Dustin right now, Northeast Philly. What's up, Dustin? Oh, is this going on? Joe, first, you start off the week playing your girls back. Then you don't know when cries man, and now you don't like Avatar? I, what is going on? I already? thought it was extremely not good. Did you like the it's first one? week for you. The first one was yeah, I liked it. I liked the first one a decent amount. I mean, I didn't remember anything from it. I didn't love it. It was okay. It's basically the same story. As Dan- I loved it. It's dances with wolves. It's basically just dances with wolves. Same story. Wow. You know, you you, jo- you join a group, you join a group, and that whole deal. You know, it's all this. That's true. You're talking different play. It, it, it was a wild movie. I thought it was awesome. Well, listen, I really called up to talk about the Sixers. Everybody getting hyped up that they can make the run. I, I think it's smoke and mirrors. Like. 
with a coach like Doc Rivers, to be honest with you, you don't have three Hall of Famers in that. He ain't going to win another championship. It's, you have, and it's hard because I do think Jamal Dean is the, the most dominant player. If I was a starter franchise, that's who I'd want. He's not. But he's not way, one. He's up there, but he's not number who, one. Who's better? Who's better than him? Steph, though, Cur- Steph Curry's. Steph Curry's dominant? better. Steph Curry is better than Joel Embiid. Uh, and I and I think a healthy he, LeBron is, but he might not be healthy the rest of the year. So you think both of their defense is as good as Joe when he's playing the defense he's playing right now? No, I didn't. I didn't say that that Steph's defense is better than Embiid. What I'm telling you is Steph Curry makes a lot of these things called threes, and you add them up at the end of the game, and I think it's more valuable. Seven. So does your seven three center? Maybe not as much. But he doesn't have nearly as many. Dustin, shots listen, Dustin. Here's the deal. I will take on the possibility of Joel Embiid being the best player in the world if he can get through two straight months of the playoffs without being injured. I mean, at that, that point, at that point, I will entertain it. Until that happens, I will not entertain it. Well, I think that's where the Sixers mainly uh, screwed themselves this season because when Joe, I, I I'm right there with you. I don't. I think you're going to lose a game because of Doc Rivers in a seven-game series, and then you're going to lose a game because it's some freak accident that sits Joe out for a game. You don't have a backup center. And then you don't have a head coach to go along with it. It's, like, unbelievable. Man. All right, Dustin, give me an – it has been frustrating. Maybe, maybe this year will be different. Give me a great fictional kid. I don't know if he was said yet. But how about uh, Kevin McAllister? Has been, has been said. Give me someone else. Uh, how about Andy from Toy Story? You got it, buddy. Oh, that's hmm. a good one. Appreciate yeah. that call. Let's go to Dr. Gina. What's up, Dr. Gina? Hey, guys. How's it going for you today? Great, Dr. Gina. We're week three, Rias. You got still Joe still alive, Amy from <laughs> Villanova. I, I, you know, that, that I want my Amy back. That, that was one of the best things I've ever heard on the radio, <laughs> that I want yeah. my Amy back. I like... That's got to live forever, forever, forever. Pretty strong line. <laughs> Not going to lie. It was oh, pretty, man. pretty good. And, James, I do sleep really close to my boyfriend, and I checked it out last night, too. Like, how close was my mouth to his back? Like, <laughs> there was no – like, Joe, I just got to say, you're one sick dude. It's just <laughs> – Look, I guess I, I leaned over. I don't know. A lurch. Leaned over. Like, how about lead with your teeth leaned over? Well, like, yes. That's a whole different story. That's there. what really that's got to smash your face into her back yeah, in my, order I to achieve a bite. Probably the chin. The chin was probably in the, you know, the, the small of the back. I don't know. I look, all I can tell you is I was sleeping. She was sleeping. So I don't know how oh, it I'm happened. I'm sorry. My Bluetooth, my Bluetooth popped on. I'm so sorry about that. So, so did she smash you in the face when you did this to her? No, she was just like, I mean, we were obviously extremely confused. Because we were literally in the middle of sleeping. So it was oh like, what God. What was that? Like, what just happened? She's like, I think like you, a mosquito or something? Yeah, you're like, you just, you just bit me. Was this the middle of her back or was this low back? No, this was, I would call it about 80% up. It's like the Near, shoulder blade almost. Shoulder blade? Like, like, like scapulae? Yes, in that, in that range. Scapulae. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Right, Gina, what do you, Gina, what do you got on the Eagles? Well, you know, the whole Denarja Wilson thing, like, uh, you know, just thinking about it, uh, it had to have been something fairly egregious that he said because I can't imagine Sirianni just like flying into a rage and saying, you know, a Donald Trump, you're fi- you know, you're fired or like that just doesn't seem to go with his personality. I do think so we're he- sort of jumping ahead of ourselves. No, here. what it we said was it was that- acrimonious yeah. and that Marcus put in there that Denard said he was absolutely willing to come back and willing to work under Desai. 
but the word acrimonious was used in there. So, mm. you know, I mean, John, what's your take on what the word, what he was meant by the word acrimonious? Wow. That it got heated. Yeah, yeah. All right, Gina, give me a great fictional kid. I don't know if it was said or not, but um, Elliot from E.T.? Ooh, yeah, ooh. that's wow. a good answer. It's a really no, it's good answer. Huh? I said even though it's overrated. Yeah, you're just wrong on that, James. And doesn't it start out with Drew Barrymore being the more central? Am I remembering this right? Doesn't she no, find him first? Uh, in well, the beginning, in the very beginning. She yes, might kind of. In the closet. Yes. She might yes. be the first to discover him hidden. That's what I thought. And then it kind but of moves. Elliot that's the Oh, focal. I know. Yeah. I yeah. get it. I just saying initially I thought it was more like. Are you telling me James does not like E.T.? I think it's overrated. Oh, I think it's I think it's a fine movie, but I think it's one of those that fine. you watch when you're young and you have an attachment to, and then when you watch yeah. it 30 years later, it's like kind of slow. It's still good. I'm not saying it's a horrible movie. It's just a little slow. <sighs> you are a bad human being. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I'll take it. Just make sure you know that. Yeah. Like that's not a throwaway line. I no. meant I meant <laughs> yes. that. Yes. Yes. Like I really did. <laughs> I'm sure you did. All right. And by the way, it. people can rip James on Times Yours, although they won't have time to get it in for today's Times Yours. But let's get to what we do every single day at this time. Was encourage people to rip James for tomorrow's time is yours and what he said about ET, the blasphemy that he just put out there. 215 238 4500 for time's yours. Today's time's yours brought to us by Xfinity Mobile, the sponsor of WIP's Xfinity Mobile Lounge, a different kind of network designed to save you money. Let's hit it with time's yours 147 to 143, 290 combined points in a game. Embiid goes 19 for 19 from the line. That is the most in a game in Sixers history at the free throw line without a miss. Of Harden's 20 assists, he is the first Sixer in franchise history to have multiple 20 assist game in a season. Wow. Yeah, no, it was, it was offensively, it was really impressive. Hey, Joe, when you bit Amy in the back, were you by any chance wearing women's lingerie? Maybe you were channeling your inner Marv Albert. I bit her back. Yes. Joe, I have to know, when you bit Amy, were you barking like a dog? I bit her. Shark. I'm yours. I was sleeping, everybody. Sleeping. I think Joe bit it again. He got lost in his dreams while he was wrestling with his friend Justin. He couldn't win in the fight. He decided to bite. <laughs> Guess Mike Tyson was right. Poor Amy, Amy. Oops, Joe bit her again. Strong. It's not bad. That, that was, was nice. Awesome. Nice work. That was <laughs> funny. Do you have, we didn't ask about this. Do you have a lot of wrestling dreams? With No. With Justin, no, no, and it wasn't wrestling. I, I don't even. It was know like a was... fight, it kind of. It, right? Like it was like he's he's a strong dude, and if he wants to toy with me and then eventually squash me, he can. That was kind of what was going on, and mm. I was getting tired of. Has being... that happened before? Where he sure. squashed you? Oh yeah, really? Smashed. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. And he's your friend, just yeah. squashing you all around. I mean, if he ne- if he needed to, like, yeah, just make and you me... just take that. By the oh, way, it is what Joe, it is. how do you see out of your glasses? They're dirty, aren't they? Holy cow. Oh, no. Can you guys see I the lenses tell, no. John, earlier when we were having our meeting, what? I looked over and I went, <laughs> I almost, like you were, like I do with my son, grabbed them off your face oh, and yeah. said, let me go clean these. It's I, disgusting. I have an eyelash on one of them. They're, they're are d- opaque. They're, yes. The glass, the, the glass is opaque. How are you able to see? Smudging. They, you got to remember, there's, I'm a... 
but grease all, all over them. Joe, to you got to clean those things off. All I got to do is talk. There's no way you can see properly. No, you can't drive a car. No. <laughs> it's unsafe. <laughs> Hello, John Ritchie. This is a message for you. There's a couple of songs maybe you can play on the air in honor of Joe and his recent uh, events. Def Leppard's Love Bites or Great White, Once Bitten, Twice Shy. So play a song for Joe. Time's yours. Oh, boy. Once Bitten, Twice Shy was an awesome song back in the day. Like about really was. 86. Great White. It was like top, it was the top song on the video countdown every week for like a year. Hair band, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there it is. With that, we shut it down. The Time's Yours line. Leave Joe and John a message of your thoughts, compliments, and complaints. Call 215-238-4500. All right, let's talk to uh, Chris in Middletown. Hi, Chris. Good morning, Muppet Weasel and adults. (laughs) Wow. That's funny. Rhea, let me introduce you to somebody. Yes. All right, I'm going to give you a description here, and then you tell me which one of your new uh, coworkers this okay. is. So um, he's a very picky eater. <laughs> uh, so one would say he's got a very immature palate. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he shops at Buster Brown's for his little tiny feet to get shoes, shoesies for them. <laughs> um, he, he likes to take his tubbies. Um, tubbies key for him. Um, mommy does his laundry. Um, no. He also, we got to be careful because don't make him mad because he's a biter fighter. Right? <laughs> <laughs> How about that? And, uh, and, and uh, the newest thing also that you just talked about, Rhea, is like a child, like your son, you're going to have to take his glasses <laughs> off his face and clean them off. I am like a child, right? I mean, come on. It's really so, That was not live. James just played something. the perfect drop in the perfect moment. How did you know to play that then? <laughs> he said the child thing, and I have it on the board. So That's amazing you can do that <laughs> so fast. That's why he's so good. Joe, I'm not lying wow. to you. I almost plucked them, but I said, this is before the show, and Joe's very intense before the show, yes. and I went, I'm just going to leave it alone. Yeah. It, it, yeah. All right. You probably made a good decision, <laughs> yeah. by the way. I do need Care- to clean them careful, later. Careful. Hey, Joey. Joey, we mm. don't bite Joey. Yeah. Okay? All right, Chris. Here's <laughs> what we here's bite. what we do though. We turn two and we move fast. Now, give me the best fictional kid not yet said. I got Dennis the Menace. Has been yeah. said. Yeah, give, me, said. give me someone else. Uh, I don't know, Alf. I don't know. Alf, Alf, think it's not gonna work. Not gonna work. All right, let's go to. Hold on, we gotta get the phone line system taken care of there. Sometimes it doesn't take well when we move quickly. Let's talk to Bridget right now, James. I might need your help in there. Bridget, hello. Give us a fictional kid. How about Elroy from the Jetsons? Wow, boy, that's a blast from the past. Let's talk to Ron in South Jersey. Ron, give us a fictional kid. How about Anakin Skywalker? Too old. Oh, well, oh no, 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 yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. sorry, 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 sorry. Pod sorry. racer Anakin. And what was the name of that caller? That was Ron. Okay, yeah, Anakin. He was a little annoying, but yep, I liked him. Uh, I liked young Anakin. I, I, he was not annoying. He's a little. I just said a little. A little he's, annoying. He's a little annoying. What makes him annoying? Oh he's boy, a, he's a six-year-old child with uh, the incredible midichlorian force power. Yeah, really. But 
His interactions with with Natalie Portman were a little irritating. His his thing irritating. Was, they were friends. Him and the mom. It's like get over it. I don't get know. over it. Yeah, get over it. She had to give her child away. Uh, let's just deal with it. Let's go to get jo- wow. Joe in Northeast Philly. Joe, give me a fictional kid. All right, we're going to keep it in Philly. Fat Albert. Has already been said. Give us someone else. Um, How about Arnold on uh, that stupid show? Yep, whatever. already been said. Oh, what are you saying? Arnold from... Uh... From di- we'll give him Arnold from different shows. Guys, we got to come that up with an answer. stupid show. <laughs> well, he might have been saying Arnold from, uh, you know, uh, The Wonder Years. So who knows which one he was saying. Look, we've got, we've got Pinocchio, mm-hmm. Bart Simpson, Dennis the Menace, Charlie Brown, Harry Potter, Eric Cartman, Arya Stark, Beaver, Kevin Arnold, Dorothy Gale. I think she's too old, right? Yeah, it's on the line. Yeah. We got Annie. We got a lot of others here. What are we doing? I thought Harry Potter or Bart Simpson were. Bart Simpson. I mean, great. Eric yeah. Cartman's my favorite, but I think for this, I would I go do Bart love Simpson. I do Eric Cartman, but yeah, I'll go Bart. I, I lean toward Charlie Brown. Now, maybe I'm just completely outvoted here. I think he's. That was actually my backup choice. I went when I did it this morning, so I can I can go Brown. I know, John. Where are you and where is James? I'm at Bart Simpson. And John, you are. Bart or Harry Potter. Well, so we got two. We got two. And who'd you initially say, Ray? I initially said I, B- Bart's fine. Oh, it's with Bart. Me. Yeah, well, it's got to be Bart. Bart then. The three of you said Bart. That's I didn't it. think you were going to say Charlie, but that was my backup. Congrats to Scott with the uh, winning answer, even though it's the wrong answer, but the winning answer of Bart Simpson. Hey, listen, sometimes you have bad flags and sometimes you have bad results in polls, but uh, Scott is headed to see Adam Sandler this uh, coming up. Sometimes right. you have opaque lenses <laughs> to your glasses. Please oh my clean them. Everyone, have a wonderful rest of the day. Joe Giglio and Hugh Douglas are up next. Ray Dittinger tomorrow with us from uh, 8 to 9. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Bright and early on 94 WIP. Brought to you by PDQ Signature System.